There was a big fire at the Abbey last night, lady. The news was broken in a cheerful tone by Ig, the seventeen-year-old grandson of the innkeeper, as he was placing a jug of ale on the table at which Fidelma and Adolf were seated. Although the inn stood at the well of Ara, some fifteen kilometres from the Abbey of Imloch Iver, borderland of the Ewes, local people still referred to it as the Abbey, because its influence dominated the area. The Abbey was one of the oldest in the kingdom, and it was acknowledged that its founder, the Blessed Alva, had been one of the first to bring the new faith to Muin, the largest and most southwesterly of the five kingdoms of Aaron. It had become the premier teaching abbey of the kingdom, in which the abbots were also the chief bishops to the kings who dwelt at Cashel, where Fidelma's brother, Colgu, now ruled. Fidelma glanced with interest at the youth. A big fire, she asked. What happened? I heard that there is a lot of new building works going on there. Aren't they replacing many of the ancient wooden buildings by stone constructions. Ayag shrugged. My grandfather will tell you all about it when he comes in. I gather you did not come here by the highway that passes the Abbey Gates. Otherwise, you would surely have seen something of the fire. Adolf and I rode from Duntrilia, so we came across the mountains from the southwest. The youth went to the nearby fire, were just one of the blazing logs that was threatening to fall. Why would you be visiting there? The boy demanded over his shoulder. It is the fortress of Kungal of the Dolgash, who claims to be of royal lineage and does not let anyone forget it. He is not a nice person. He expects us to serve him and his kinsmen without charge, and he treats my grandfather with utmost arrogance. Fidelma admonished him with mock disapproval, but she'd known the boy since his birth and also knew that he spoke the truth. Don't voice your opinion too loudly and to too many people, Hayag, she warned. Kungal is also a person who does not hesitate to use his power and the law to seek retribution if he feels slighted. In fact, the reason Fidelma and Adolf, together with Enda, the commander of the elite warriors of the Golden Collar, had visited Dun Trilia was because of a legal argument Kungal had just had with one of his own clansmen. He had accused the man of stealing a bull from his herd. The man denied this. But his innocence continued to be dismissed. The clansman decided to assert his rights under the ancient law and sat Truskud before the gates of Kungal's fortress refusing food and drink, to force the noble to agree to place the matter to arbitration. Fidelma, as a Dali, was qualified to judge such cases, and so was sent to hear the arguments. It was a fact that, before the hearing, the bull had been found wandering in the nearby hills, having broken loose from its field. Kungal reluctantly conceded his accusation was without merit, and, with even more reluctance, agreed to compensate the clansman for his false accusation with a heifer from his herd. If the truth were known, 
Fidelma felt more relaxed now that she and her companions were away from Kungal's fortress. He was reputed to be a man of short temper who held grudges. In Fidelma's estimation, where Kungal was concerned, trust was not a word that came readily to mind. <laughs>